Hello everybody, my name is Father John Burns and I am uh, delighted to be able to walk with you through this great Lenten journey, which we really call a pilgrimage toward the Paschal Mystery. One of the great treasures of life as a believer and participating in our Catholic faith is just what we call the, the flow of the liturgical seasons, year after year after year. So the season of Lent is really meant to be uh, a pretty significant gut check, all in preparation of being able to celebrate more fully the great mystery of Christ's resurrection, the full celebration of Easter. Christ himself, when he says, take up your cross and follow me, that, that to, to have life, you have to engage the, the journey of the cross. You have to bear your cross to enter into life. When Christ said that, he, he didn't just mean, you know, we need to, to take up some of these sufferings and, and not reject them any longer. He didn't just mean we, we have to suffer in this life. All of that is true. He said, take up your cross and follow me. Christ's cross, the, the literal, the wooden cross laid upon his shoulders, has a pathway. It unfolds in a sequence of events that are historical events recorded for us scripturally that because they're accomplished by God in the flesh stand outside of time, and that means we're invited into them perpetually and year after year more deeply. The, the pathway of Christ's cross is through the Last Supper, into Good Friday, his own rejection, betrayal, his suffering, his passion, into what follows the passion of Christ, which is his death and his laying in the tomb, ultimately then into the resurrection. And we're gonna journey into each of those and we're gonna invite the Lord to help us weave those great mysteries with the, the mysteries unfolding of our own lives so that it's a suffering with Christ, but it's also an entering into the pathway of his cross so that the joy that he promises us at Easter can in fact be ours. That is the intentionality, the framework, the, the pathway of this pilgrimage. As I say, it won't be easy. As I say, it's gonna require that we stay on this pathway, that we keep to it, that we commit to it over and over and over again. But as we do so, we will find ourselves growing in conviction that we're not just going through a set of motions the church holds out to us. We are writing onto our own stories the very story of Jesus Christ. We are allowing grace to weave our existence with the divine existence and thus to, to divinize us, to draw our lives up into the life of God, which is given to us as a possibility by his incarnation. An incarnation that moves from his birth through his life through his suffering, through his death, into his resurrection, all of which is meant to be ours. And the Lenten journey is what equips us and invites us more fully into the participation in the Paschal mystery, the passion, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's a journey, it's a pilgrimage, it's gonna be difficult. Stay with me, stay with the church, stay with it, and what you find at Easter will be the type of joy that you, I can guarantee you, have not experienced before if Lent has not yet been a part of uh, the repertoire of your own uh, profound and rhythmic commitments through the liturgical cycle. Prayer, fasting, and giving each target in a certain way types of sins or deficiencies of character that impede our better communion, our fuller communion with the Lord. Prayer targets the forgetfulness of God or the tendency that we have to, to just leave God off to the side, that as we choose a set of prayerful practices to structure our Lent, we're also pushing against a very consistent tendency that we have, which is just to forget God. Fasting, of course, presses against our tendency toward indulgence, toward uh, disordered attachment to creatures, toward enjoying too much the things of this world in a, a manner that's no longer ordered to pursuit of the things of the next life. Almsgiving is placed in our lives. We choose to give alms in order to, to structure our lives in pressing against that tendency toward greed, 
the tendency towards selfishness that marks concupiscence and the sinful way. So as, as we get ready for Lent, it's worth just kind of pondering, you know, what will be my prayerful practices during this pilgrimage? What will be the, the practices of fasting, the penitential practices that I willfully adopt? And what will be those practices of giving alms, uh, being generous, of going out of my way to, to look upon those who are in need and showing mercy toward them? And if throughout the Lenten season, you're able to look in on each of those three and say, these are the things I'm doing, uh, these are the ways that I evaluate whether I've kept to the original agreements and decisions and commitments that I made. And also these are the ways that I might even add to those categories as the season goes along. That triad stands as a very robust structure to ensure that this remains a pilgrimage that, that propels us through indeed some suffering toward the great joy of the celebration that is before us. I can make you no promise of an easy season, but if you stay with it, it's also a tremendously promising We'd like to invite you to, to participate in the journey, both by the journal and these videos, so that this can be a Lent in which you choose the pathway the church really sets before us, to journey with the whole church on a pilgrimage of faith toward the Paschal Mystery.